Welcome to Green Pastures Broadcast with Bishop James Hansen Saki, presiding bishop of Christ Church Group of Churches located in the United Kingdom, Switzerland, Ghana, and USA. And the life was the light of man. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came to witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave them the right to become children of God, even to those that believe on his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Amen. This last scripture reading summarizes the theme for the carol service, and that is Jesus the Christ. The word Christ from the Greek Christos means the Messiah. And the scripture tells us that there is a Messiah coming. A Messiah is the Savior. To save us from what? The Bible says that when Gabriel came to Mary, he said, you will give birth to a son, You shall call his name Jesus, and he shall be the savior of his people. Amen. The word Jesus from the Hebrew Yeshua means savior, which is a derivative of Joshua or Jehoshua, that is savior. So this Jesus is the Christ. He is the anointed one. He is the Messiah. He is the savior. Now, in the verse I just read, the 14 verses I just read, I just want to point out one or two things, and then we'll be done tonight. The scripture begins by saying that in the beginning, there was the word. And this word was with God, and this same word was God. And then in the verse 2, it says the same word was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. Suddenly we see a change in the description of the word that under normal circumstances would have described the word as an it. But then we are told he is a him. Amen. Amen. The word, all things were made through him. This word is now personified is a him. It's a person, him. All things were made by him. 
And without him, nothing was made that was made. From the strength of this scripture, it tells you that things were made. The things we see on earth were made. Humans and non-humans were made. They did not evolve. They were made. Are you here? Because if they had to evolve, where did it start from? And why haven't we seen any further evolution? Why hasn't the last... When did we cage the last ape that it changed into a human being? Who has observed that clearly to see when the last ape changed into a human being? And why are humans still the same as we are and we haven't changed into something else? Because evolution is a continuous thing. It doesn't stop. So that argument is not of the word of God. It's a counter argument from the powers of darkness to discredit the word of God. But nothing can take the place of the veracity, of the accuracy, of the fact that God is the creator. And that you were created. Look at someone and say, do you look like someone that came from a monkey? Do you look like someone that came from a tadpole? All things were made through him and for him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And the scripture says, in this word, who is a him? In him is life. Life is in him. So when you have Jesus, you have life. Hallelujah. The Bible says that all things were made by him. The stars and moon and everything were made by him. You were made by him. You are a very wonderful creature of God. Can you imagine clay that can move around and dance? It's a miracle. Glory to Jesus. In him was life. This life was the light of man. And the light shines in darkness, but the darkness could not understand it. That is the reason why the light of the gospel shines, but not everyone is able to understand it. It takes revelation. It takes the message of God. And the Bible says that is why he came to his own and his own could not receive him. Because the Jews were still looking for a Messiah that would be born in a palace. This was the reason why the wise men decided to pay a ketzi call to the palace, but the palace had no answer. And the scripture tells us that a man was sent by God whose name was John. He came to witness. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness so that all through him might believe. And the verse 10 says, this light was in the world and the world was made by him and the world did not know him. The sad thing is that the world still do not know him. And that is why God has called us to be witnesses to point to the fact that there is this living Jesus. He is alive. I said he is alive. What, what distinguishes him from the rest of religious leaders was that none of those religious leaders, none of their births, death, or about their lives was predicted before they were born. 
But throughout history and throughout the word of God that can be confirmed, the scripture tells us the Isaiah account that was read was written 1,000 years before Jesus was born. Exactly that a virgin shall be with child. Micah wrote 700 years before Jesus was born. In Micah chapter 5, he says, Bethlehem, you little among the towns, out of you shall come a savior. Accurate prophecies. What makes the Bible true is that it is the only book that carried predictive prophecy. And this Jesus is alive. That's why his disciples, after his resurrection, were, were, were ready to die. If they were lying about the resurrection, they would not have been prepared to die for it. You can't die for something you are lying about. You cannot really die for something that you just made up. So when you are threatened with death, you just say, oh, we, we were joking. We were joking. We, were, we, we just created something. But all of them were ready to suffer martyrdom for that. They were ready because they saw him alive. They saw when he died. They saw when he, he rose from the dead. And there is still an empty tomb in Israel today. Of all religious leaders, their tombs are still there. That if we dig, we can find their bones and match their DNAs. But there's only one of them. His body is not in any grave on the face of the earth. He's alive. I said he's alive. And the Bible says that it takes revelation to understand these things. It, It can't be by the might of man. It takes the inspiration of the Lord to open the eyes of people and their hearts to understand the truth of this word. The Bible says this word suddenly became a hymn and then he was light and he came to his own. His own did not receive him, verse 11. But as many as received him, he gave them the right to become children of God. We are all creation of God. But according to the word of God, we are all not children of God. It's a hard truth, but that is the truth. We are all the creation of God, but we are all not children of God. The only way to qualify to be a child of God is to receive Jesus into your life and come through him because the scripture is so emphatic. Again, among all religious leaders, none of them was, has been able to make this bold and emphatic statement. In John 14, 6, Jesus declared, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And that is the way. There is life after death. And the Bible says after death, there will be judgment. And that is why we need to receive him because we all lost it from the beginning. Through our four parents, Adam and Eve, they missed it. They broke the commandments of God and so they sinned against God. And when they sinned against God, they gave birth to spiritually dead Cain and Abel and Seth who also gave birth to spiritually dead descendants until it all came to us. That is why Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The only way to breach that gap is to get back to God through the Son, Jesus the Christ. That's why he came to die for our sins and to pacify the anger of a holy God and to settle everything. He took our place 
so that when we go through him, God sees us righteous and our sins, past, present, and future are forgiven once and for all. That is the beauty of the gospel. You don't pay for it. Jesus had paid that price. And when that life comes into you, you are able to live your life properly according to God's original ordination for our lives. Every manufacturer of anything will produce a manual to tell you how the thing must be handled. And when God created us, he provided a manual. It's called the Bible. It contains the manifesto for our lives. And when we get to Christ, we begin to enjoy life. For the Bible says in 1 John 5:11, this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Glory to Jesus. This eternal life comes into you the moment you accept Jesus into your life. It's a very simple thing, but spiritually, something takes place. A new life comes to you. You find meaning to life. You find joy, which is different from happiness. So sometimes you may have no money, but there's joy in you. Because this life comes from God. Hallelujah. And you find meaning to life. Life becomes meaningful. You find purpose in life because it's through this Christ that he reveals to you your purpose for living. So you don't commit suicide. So you don't do the wrong things. Something went wrong with the product. But through Jesus Christ, it is repaired. Hallelujah. It is, it is when the thing is dysfunctional and has malfunctioned that sometimes we hear all kinds of noises from the speakers because something is wrong. But when it gets fixed, we hear clear sound and we begin to enjoy the very thing that we thought had broken down. In the same way, when we don't have this life in us, we have become so malfunctioned that we produce things like drug addiction, all kinds of crazy stuff. Things that destroy society and family begins to happen because something has gone wrong with the product, sin. But when we get connected back to source, back to the Savior, back to Jesus the Christ, things begin to change. We begin to find meaning in life. We begin to see humans as creations of God and begin to relate with them at that level. Irrespective of skin color, we begin to see them as God created them. We begin to live our lives properly according to the way God called us and God created us. There was a purpose for your creation. Just like a manufacturer of a vehicle knew that there is a purpose for it. So he provides a manual and tells you, this is a saloon car. It must seat five people. If you start sitting 15 people in it, as I know some places, there's a highway in Swedru, a place called Swedru. Citizens of Swedru are here. They can park 15 people in a taxi. You know, that's in, that's in 120Y. Today's generation, you don't know 120Y. A 140J. <laughs> this small five-seater. You have 15 people perched, squeezed in it, and it's moving on potholes. And sometimes you, after some time, you can look at that car, and you can see the floor. And so if a car was manufactured to be 
around or to go on for about 30 years, that car will break down in five years because we are not following manufacturer's instruction. The word of God is the manufacturer's instruction. Hallelujah. And whatever has happened to us, Jesus is able to fix it. His blood is the detergent that washes and cleanses us from every filth. Himself is the washing machine. So you fix yourself into it and it turns you round by his blood and you come out clean. He is the Christ. This evening I present him to you. There is hope for your future. There is hope for tomorrow. Your life will never be the same. You will not end up in disaster. You will not end up in disgrace. You'll be able to complete what you came to this earth to fulfill. Every student will be able to finish their exams very well and pass with flying colors and make their parents proud because Jesus is living inside them. May families thrive. May marriages do well. May you finish very well in the mighty name of Jesus. May all things work together for you in Jesus' mighty name. May Jesus show himself as your savior and as your redeemer in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says he is the son of God and he loved us so much that he gave himself for us. He took your place. Don't hold on to sin. Hand it over to him. It shall be well with you. God bless you. This has been a broadcast of Green Pastures with Bishop James Hansen Saki of the Christ Church International Group of Churches located in the United Kingdom, Switzerland, Ghana, and USA. For further information, please contact us on telephone plus 447376355621 on the web www.christchurches.org. Facebook Christ Church International. Christ Church, changing lives, fulfilling destinies on the foundation of God's word.